0: Welcome to the Bucket and Hoosier Show, the podcast that's all about community and competitive Rocket League.
1: If you're new to Rocket League, it's a high-flying, fast-paced game that combines soccer with rocket-powered cars. It's a game that's easy to pick up, but difficult to master.
0: And that's where our guests come in. We're talking about the best of the best in the Rocket League community to learn about their journeys, strategies, and tips for success.
1: Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, we've got something for everyone. So sit back, relax, and join us as we explore the exciting world of competitive rocketry.
0: Join us live Monday evenings at twitch.tv forward slash bucket and Hoosier and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to catch past episodes. Be sure to hit the follow and notification button so you know when new content has been posted.
2: I just found a fun and easy way to make money beating other players in Rocket League. Game Wagers is this new app where you play your favorite online game and you could challenge your friends or other players to a 1v1 wager. The Game Wagers app acts like a digital referee. Not only does the app keep track of the winner and the loser of each match, it verifies the winner of each 1v1 wager. That means the winner gets paid and the loser gets good no more live streams needed no more vods required let the app worry about all that and you can focus on beating your opponent and making some money sign up at gamewagers.com download the overwolf app link your paypal account and start making money
0: happy new year everybody welcome back this is the bucket and hoosier show first show of 2024 um yeah, I didn't. I, honestly, when we started this, I didn't, I wasn't sure how far we would get, and here we are, uh, two years later. Well, coming up on two years this summer. Uh, but here we are, trying to keep up with what's going on in the Rocket League scene. As always, I am Mister Hoosier, and the gentleman with me is the one and only Bucket. And as we always start with Bucket, how are you doing?
1: Bucket's good, man. It's been a long time since we've been in front of these microphones together. Um, November, October, when was it? It was, it was October.
0: Yeah. October was our last official show. And we, we took a break and we chatted back and forth trying to be like, should, should we, uh, should we do something in December? Just something to break up the monotony. But, uh, at the time it just didn't feel right. But as we get closer to what is supposed to be the, the month that starts RLCS play, it felt like this was a time to do it. And, uh, What no better time than after the first of the year. So this is a it it is a good time for sure. Um, You had said before we got on you hadn't really kept up with anything. You hadn't kept a close watch on a lot of things. But uh, what are some things that you have seen, if anything from the Rocket League community?
1: man um rocket league itself or rlcs because those two things are very different and there's a lot of people up in arms from little things in the game being changed that we we never got to discuss such as trading um and and all those things all the way to rlcs and the lack of announcements and then so much movement in the offseason things we just haven't gotten to touch on but um hey i am gonna put i'm gonna sure put, I'm gonna put a going quick to.
0: feather in my cap when it comes to the r l c s announcements and the rocket league just in general and them not communicating and uh i'm i'm gonna throw a, make sure everybody remembers i was the one who got devin to finally say something and <laughs> kicked were. off kicked off that whole thing on on uh uh x account but yeah that was uh that was wild because it was, I mean, from the time that we stopped, that we did our last episode to now or to that point, it was, and that's kind of why we weren't doing the podcast was there was nothing to talk about. Um, it, Nothing official was going on. So we weren't going to sit here and keep spinning our wheels, but even as just a, a fan of the game and a viewer, like it, it was very frustrating. It was very frustrating couple of months of, you know, you... we're not getting, we're not getting anything. And Devin admitting that um, they were rolling out, uh, you know, a couple of new games. And it was, it was more of, I think from my perspective, it was your your, your X account, your whole thing has been that you're the rocket league community manager. So are you not the rocket league community manager anymore? Are you, does Epic have you doing X, Y, and Z that is additional to that? And if that's the case then can we get another person that is just straight Rocket League and will talk to us like you used to do? Um that yeah, was it was very frustrating especially because you know
1: I thought that like you ba- used to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you used to do. Uh, he he did. He would he would talk on Twitter and Reddit and you know actually communicate with the community. I went back and looked at their website, you know, they were putting out you know almost I don't know i can't say monthly quarterly i'd have to go back and look at the dates but there were there there was that it it was like the high of rocket league right of rocket league content of they were putting out actual blog posts and and things to keep up on and you could just tell that it went by the wayside rocket league got put on a shelf and turned into just sustainment and it's just sustain it keep it going the way it is and at some point we'll come back to it um which us as a community we got ourselves so i I don't know we we got our hopes up because you know there was the leak of they were hiring somebody for ue5 and so we all thought they'd be working on rocket league ue5 but turns out and i go back to our conversation with that guy in the bar at rlcs and him talking about oh yeah we're working on something i can't tell you and i can be I mean, being frank, if you would have told me it was Rocket Racing, I would have just looked at him and said, are you, like, what are you guys, like, what are you doing? What? No. That, that's not what the community wants. I don't know. Have you even played Rocket Racing?
1: I have not. So I, don't I have. not even know where to go to find it.
0: You have to go in
1: Fortnite. Oh yeah, that's not gonna happen.
0: Yeah, you have to go into Fortnite to play Rocket Racing. Um, Which, I have played it. And, it
1: is it, a. I wanted to try. I wanted to give it a chance, but do you get any in-game content for Rocket League for playing it in Fortnite? Y, um,
0: you don't get Rocket League content, but your ro- certain Rocket League content has made it over to Rocket Racing, like the the octane you can use in there, uh, your colored octanes, the Jaegers in there. Um, I think those are the two main cars right now. I can't I don't, I don't know the other ones. Um, but yeah, I gave I gave it a shot and it's a it's an arcade style racing game is is what it is. There's not much more to it it past that. It's just you're racing. And it was like I, what did what did you guys think that the the community that enjoys a team aspect uh challenging type game was was going to be excited for about that like it, it it was like this is there there's i i i can see their draw right because their draw is not you and i it's not even teenagers the the nutty teenagers who are playing rocket league they're the the audience they are targeting is my six-year-old my six-year-old loves it he thinks it's fun he loves coming in first place He He is always, you know, battling, trying, trying to get in the first, loves the challenge. And he, he'll bounce between that and regular Fortnite. And it just, it clicked in my brain. We're not Epic's target audience right now. And it's, it's, it almost sucks because it, it does not almost sucks. It does suck because our, what we were all fearful of when Psyonix was sold off to Epic was you know, please don't abandon this game. Don't you know help keep it growing? And now it's turned in. It's turned in, into what we all feared. They're they're not putting any effort towards it right now. Um, they're... when
1: you say they're not geared toward us, are you talking about the 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 people who have played the game for a long period of time, like the hardcore players, the people that follow RLCS or? Older people with disposable income, like what? What group are you from? All of you, them? <laughs> I guess all of them. Like, I, I really feel like it's, it's just,
0: it's geared towards kids. Um, but I can see the casual gamer enjoying that, in, enjoying it. I, I, I can see that too. Um, but yeah, if you're a, a diehard like actual Rocket League, I think fan, fanboy or fangirl, then. Yeah, rocket racing's not it for you because the the feel of the car is not even the same. It's it it just it feels like an arcade. What which it that that's what it is. I and I had a feeling of what it was going to be. That I made the last ditch effort, literally the the last night of trading. I traded just about all my stuff to my kid, just so I knew, like you can have this stuff now. I, I say like, I, I had all this stuff. I have built it up over the years, but it's not for me now. It's like, it's yours because you're actually able to use it in a game that you're going to play. So yeah, it was, uh, it it was, like I said, I played it a couple of times. It's a, it's a fun little dinky game, but there's, there's not, is it's not a draw to someone I think that actually plays Rocket League for what Rocket League is. So, but Lego Fortnite's pretty fun. Played that.
1: I've heard that too. Um, Played that again, with my kid. I mean, I think, I think your point is is the same there. In what's important right now.
0: Yeah, they're trying. They're the
1: development team, right? Well, and marketing.
0: Well, like everybody kept saying, Lawler was a big one on this when when everything with Devin was coming out and that tweet blew up. Um. There were people there are people that do take it too far, right? Devin is still a person. He has a job to do, right? And whether his job priorities or responsibilities have changed, which seems that they have, um, yeah, you have to he, he's doing his job, what he's getting paid to do. Uh, but that doesn't mean that everybody can't be still a little bit critical of what they're seeing and how they feel. Because it did feel like they, they just cut, they, they didn't care. Um, everybody, and, and I th- where I was getting to with that is Lawler was talking about all the people that have been let go. And for me, it made me even more nervous about RLCS because you're talking about a big production that we've seen the last two years. And my fear right now is when we get this announcement it's not even going to be close to anything that we saw in the last 2 years and that it's about to take a big backseat because if you look at the the way i look at it when it came to trading right the the tagline that they used was we need to we have to align with epics policies which okay so you you had to align with epics policies because of something else cuz if you had to align with epics policies that would have changed years ago. When Epic first acquired it. But there there was something else. That it needed to be changed for. So I start looking now at. How does competitive Fortnite look? And right now competitive Fortnite. Like it's. I don't. I know they can't implement this stuff. all like right off the. Like very quickly. Because the in-game stuff. I don't think can handle it very well. But. Um, but like the way Fortnite is of just the cups that happen like every week and I, I think it's every week or every two weeks. Um, but it's almost like you're, comp- uh, that's my fear is that they're going to turn it into something like that. Um, instead of the actual like RLCS season that we've seen and gotten accustomed to. Cause I like, just got used to the
1: formats. Right.
0: And it definitely
1: doesn't I just started feeling like i knew what was going on how to like get the most out of it right and maybe and we talked about this several times like they are evolving it because it was so so much in its infancy still there was no way to know what RLCS was going to be today when they started it and the game has evolved so much i think that if they do come out with something, I'm going to take the other side here and say they're going to try to let people sink their teeth in more. I think that they're at the point where they got to sell it. They got to get it, not just for the current audience. They have to expand their audience. They have to 10x you know, their productivity here.
0: Oh, I, I, I agree. It's kind of like you said, it's what we have kind of have said all along, right? Um, everything was pretty much geared towards the, the hardcore fans and not the casual viewer. And they have to figure out how to bring in the casual viewer. Um, but I do just right now, I, I don't have faith in the system. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know where it's going to end up. So like looking at competitive Fortnite, like it's, I don't know. I mean it is it, it's a Fortnite is a different game, but I would have to think that at some point the the minds at epic cuz they don't I think it's now they don't have just like a Rocket League uh competitive like RLCS person. It's all being ran like Fortnite, Rocket League, like they're all being ran by the same team. So usually when you have like a team like that, you don't want to do different things because then it messes up the the flow of everything like you want it to be the same so that we at any point in time you know what is going on um but yeah it just it 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 all feels weird right now because we're already into january we're almost through the first week and supposedly at some point this month rlcs is supposed to kick off which if the only thing i can think of is it's going to be the same but maybe the production side won't be as big because um, like Lawler alluded to the fact of instead of three splits you only do two so then there's one trans- transfer window and then you have worlds which if that's how it goes then that makes a lot of sense Um and is actually I think a good thing um, but yeah, we just we just don't know. No one's told us anything. How is that possible?
1: <laughs> and it's been... I mean, the season ended. We just talked about it in the beginning of October. Somewhere around there, right?
0: Oh, uh, when... About
1: September-ish?
0: I think it was September-ish. Um, because
1: usually they... It might even have been the summer. Because they start back up after... Um man, it's just so hard to get back into hang on going to Liquipedia again.
0: Uh World Championships were August.
1: It was August. August. So so yeah. So it was about September that we were kind of winded down and then okay. And typically it would have started already in October, November, right? We would have had a fall season. Correct. Then the winter season would be starting now. So they just took a longer break in between, not only I think to revamp, but because they didn't really know what to do yet. Is my is my belief? Like they they needed to reevaluate all the things that they've done in the RLCS season over a certain period of time and say what are we going
0: to do now? It does feel that way. Yeah. Like it was a, not only a, uh, let's give the players an actual off season. Like we've talked with, when we talked with Sathew and and Greg about, which they were super appreciative of. Um, but yeah, it felt like it was also a, like you said, Hey, let's, let's look and reevaluate this and see what do we want to do? Um, because we all thought franchise was come franchising was coming. Right. I don't even know if that's even close to being on the table anymore.
1: Probably not. I mean, although we've seen some of these teams um or organizations that that was another thing. Organizations as a whole, esports organizations are gone. Yeah, they're not they weren't all making money or few of them were making money. So they started to dissolve or uh, combine with one another or whatever. Like, this is a relic is, now. Be swallowed up. So, it's interesting. This, yeah, that's this, not even a... This is a relic. Beautiful.
0: It, it's, it's fantastic. Feet. It is a great thing. And now it's not even existent anymore. Yeah. Well, isn't that wild? It was very wild. Oh, the f- Yeah, the fact that we're just having a whole org leave and then the and it goes and it's not even that the the org left but at the same time they merged they merged with g2
1: it wasn't a acquisition it was a merger like i couldn't really wait figure was it in... it out
0: v i think uh g2 was it an acquisition or a merger i don't know
1: Um I don't know. But it was interesting.
0: It was an acquisition.
1: So, okay, so but you're a business guy. What's the difference between a
0: merger the- and an acquisition?
1: Uh, An acquisition is when G2 basically came over the top and just swallowed up V1 and it it inherited everything. A merger would be like the two companies combine forces and then they eventually end up being under one roof. But G2 probably came in and cleaned house and said, this is the pieces we want, the other things we don't. Instead of combining the two and then trying to decide from there. Okay. You see this all the time in in business. yeah, finance and I- companies will buy each other, or like merge, or one will acquire the other. You know, startups, all that kind of stuff. But at the end of it, most of the time, one name comes out of. It. Okay, G
0: two, right? And it's it's just it's G two now. Um, v one announced that it had released its Valorant uh, squad. That's right. um, so that's
1: what they did, right? They started trimming some fat and then g2 came and said we're gonna buy these pieces and that's probably their call of duty there it was call of rocket duty league, whatever
0: else and rocket league and it was sounds like it was mostly done for the call of duty league franchise the minnesota rock rockers is that that's what they that's what they went after
1: that's what they wanted yeah
0: yeah so it was uh, global strike but yeah so so we have like that's gone right they're not there anymore um which that roster not officially announced no rosters have been officially announced um that's funny well why why would you announce them like you you don't there's yeah, you there's don't nothing to, to, to announce for
1: it's been so long yeah they don't even i mean they might know what the of uh, the plan is by now but we still don't
0: no we we do not um oh no not team vitality i want to just look at rocket league in general um Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, says now that the squad is Atomic, Daniel, and Beast Mode. Yeah. Um, is that that's who the roster is is going to be. Um, Atomic, or JNAPS doesn't have a new team yet. Chicago with Space Station, which Space Station now, I believe Arsenal has left, um, LJ, Hawkser, and Chicago. Um... Arsenal doesn't have an official new team yet. And then um yeah, like thing like teams like FaZe, we have we never heard an official announcement from FaZe on what they're doing right now. Their roster just shows typical. Um cuz <clears throat> uh, First Killer is gone. He's signed with Jinji. Um which that team right now is Jinji, Appjack, and Cron uh and Chronic so
1: um so g2 even uh partnered with a platform for tournament making right stride so they're g2 stride
0: oh they did i didn't see that
1: yeah and stride.gg is what they essentially partnered for and they're trying to i don't know how to really explain it but if you read the articles um they're trying to create like a tournament circuit from amateur to pro basically so they really want to like strengthen the the roots of rocket league in general
0: so then why doesn't
1: why doesn't epic go to stride gg and you'll see you'll see the team right there stride.gg yep there they all are. Hey, there's Matthew. The whole team is on the front page. Beast Mode, Daniel, all of them. Yeah. It's... So I wonder what these partnerships mean for the longevity, or for this season coming up. Like, there's a lot of moving pieces right now, and we still don't understand what they mean. Like, we no, we have a lot of the puzzle pieces. We just we can't see the picture to put them together.
0: I th- I don't even think we have. We have a lot of like some puzzle pieces. I don't even think we have a lot of them. As uh, hi yeah, Tomlet, how you doing there, buddy?
1: Or edges or anything? Yeah, we're Tomlet.
0: we're Come missing on. some cornerstone pieces right now. Um, and yeah, it's just it's it's very frustrating. Um, because there and and there's just there's so much movement right now. Like one thing I know Lawler brought brought up, which I hadn't hadn't even thought about. So normally for for the start of the season, right, that to carry your points or to have validity in your team, if I guess that would be the right word, like you're usually looking for teams that still have two-thirds of their roster. And there is not very many that are like two-thirds are even the same. Like only one of the ones that you can think off top of your head is uh, Rettles and Magic Bear that that's one that I can think off the top of my head, um, which I don't even remember who they got picked up by.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, uh, are they still on optic? I, I don't think so. Right. They went to luminosity. I think all of them.
0: Was that where they went was luminosity.
1: Even I think three of them went, didn't they? Uh, including Greg.
0: Yeah, Greg went with g- Greg went with them. Uh so w- yep. So Rettles and Magic Bear and Greg all go to Luminosity. AJ stays with M80. Or goes to M80. And I think didn't
1: or did Optic get out completely? Yeah, that's what I remember the most. Like this is the the crazy part about all of it is. There are teams who are dropping out too. Yeah, Optic got out of Rocket League, but they completely. still are. But they still are orgs, right? So there's there's all sorts of sides here. There's the the organizations who are still around who got out. There's the organizations who uh, merged or acquired and are still in. There's the ones that are still. Um, unorganized orgs it seems like right there's a whole bunch of these things going on
0: yeah it's it's uh it's all you're right tomlet there is there is plenty to talk about and it's just it's trying to track all of it down and keep just it, it was such a long it's been such a long break that it's oh my god yeah this is a good tweet that tomlet just posted uh monkeys disbanded <laughs> from
1: literally today.
0: Oh, this was from today? hmm Oh, my lord. Um, holy crap. Monkeys disbanded. Ollie Lee left G1. Fireburner left Version 1. First Killer left Phase. Optic Gaming left Rocket League. Rise leaves BDS. Mist goes looking for team under Phase. Atomic left G1. Banana Head left Pioneers. Exotic, Atachi and Ever... Ever go looking for team under Carmine Corp. Uh... Cammie left Elevate. Sud disbanded. Justin's contract with NRG expired. LBD left Elevate. Brad left Crew. Mew left Team BDS. Seiko goes looking for team. Cami retired. Chicago goes looking for team. Jorias goes looking for team. Koi disbanded. Hunter leaves Pioneers. Uh... Oh, this is just a recap of everything that's uh been going that's been going on. Uh, G two wins against Carmine. Yeah, you're Park. not
1: even a quarter of the way through, by the way. So you either <laughs> yeah. need to pick up the pace. Uh, yeah. Sonics announces that, that RLCS will this resume in
0: 2024. Wild. Um, that's all gone. Squishy forms a new team with Aqua and Gimmick, um, mm-hmm. with some of the bigger ones. left Vitality. Guild esports release their roster. Uh AJG leaves complexity. Uh Banana Head joins power. Uh Nolly leaves Gen G, which I still can't figure out again why Nolly can't keep a home and ends up having to leave again. Um Fairy hang on peak this... coaching. Do what?
1: Very peak coaching team vitality.
0: Oh, yep. I hadn't even gotten there yet. I had to get the bright off. It was killing my eyes. Um,
1: I was picking up where you left off there.
0: Yep. Uh, Fairy Peak joined Team Vitality as a coach. Psionics announced the removal of player-to-player trading. First killer joins Gen-G. <laughs> um, Bim's removed from the starting lineup. Uh, just going through here. Realize leaves Elevate. We know that's a name. Uh... Caleb, Laxon, and Cabo form Gremlins. Joria's released from Oxygen. G2's parted ways with JNaps. Uh, Exotic, Dryly and Cassio join BDS. Farrah joins Carmine Corp as a coach. Corrupted G goes looking for a team as a coach under Koi. Um, G2 release Magic Bear. Uh, we talked In about Chicago. Rettles and, and Magic Bear or yeah g2 released chicago my bad uh carmine corp won the flip and spin land under the roster of Vatira, Nolly, and rise uh rizzo announced the tournament wrapping up with a lan at moist esports headquarters i missed that completely um the towel leaves liquid Fireburner goes back to nrg as a coach i didn't even catch that that's very interesting Oh, you know what, Fire Tom le- I I I do rem- I remember seeing clips of that lamb, but I wasn't keeping up with what it actually was. Um But I I do I, now I do recall Rizzo like sitting on a couch and whatnot and, and the Rocket League games going on. Uh what else happens here? Koi leaves Rocket League, Carl le- Card leaves Furia. Team Liquid left Rocket League Esports, so Liquid's out uh do 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 gregan's looking for a team to coach rising a towel announced announced as part of carmine corp rule one released rw9 and killers uh daniel and beast mode which right around that time going back to the rule one release that's when sunless Khan releases his announcement that he's no he is stepping away from rocket league as a whole until further notice which I don't know. that I don't remember did, did you watch that link that I sent you of a podcast that he was on not long after that?
1: Sunless Khan? Yeah. Yeah, you told me about it.
0: Yeah, so Sunless Khan goes on a podcast of a a gentleman that he used to work for um and it's was it Luke A Renner? uh is is the name on youtube and it's who he used to work for before uh when he was doing just video editing stuff um where obviously he got a lot of his tools that he used for all the great content that we watched him make on rocket league um and the the podcast is called the inside out with luke a renner and it's a really good it's like a an hour hour and a half long sit down talk with him and sunless goes over basically everything that happened and how he just he had a passion for rocket league he wanted to start making videos he was using what he knew very well which is which was how to tell a story i don't know if there's been a rocket league content creator that's been able to tell a story better than sunless has i mean even down to uh his the way he would set up videos with the with people who were being toxic like it was there was actually something to it and instead of not just gameplay, which like, that's all my mind could ever think of doing was watch me play. I'm terrible at the game. Um, but he does, he gets very open in the conversation and talks about how he, he started to struggle. Like it became the passion kind of died and it kind of just came a job for him. And he just started taking on too many things and it culminated in just a, um, As he says, like there was very much threat of self self harm uh, that he was going down. So, um, it's it's a good watch. Um, I think everybody can learn a lot from it. Kind of the conversations that we've had over the last year with the mental coaches that we've talked to, and just stressing on how important that stuff is. And um, yeah, it was kind of it it kind of sucked because that was somebody that we saw. You know grow up like become big in the scene just i mean i remember watching his why you suck at rocket league videos and they were just they were great like there's still something to go watch because you can still relearn from them um but yeah so it's kind of bummer to see him step away from the scene but hopefully he does find what he needs to find and the help and we see him return at some point in some capacity maybe just making a video here and there um but you gotta wonder like some of the stresses that he had dealing with or working through that, trying to come up with content and like really thinking about it. Cause he goes in and talks about how, uh, for like, I think two years, he took maybe, I don't, I forget what it, what it was, but he was like, he was saying like three, two weeks of vacation where he wasn't thinking about Rocky league or working on something. So like, I can, like, the game hadn't really changed much over that, that time. So, I, like, I could see how the game not developing definitely probably strained in figuring out how to make content. And drove him, It it, not want to say drove him, but it it, it definitely did not help him, I feel like. So, but, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's good to hear why. But it is also a bummer, I think, for the community as a whole.
1: That's real life, man. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> what do you say about that? Because you you have to feel like this is going to be not normal, but it sort of, right? Like this is going to happen more and more and more. Where these online personas or the um, trying to keep up with the content or the ability to grind these things out at young ages or even at any age, right? It doesn't really matter that, but that's another factor to play into it. There's so many of these things that it's hard to blur the line. Just working from home, it's hard to blur the line between home and real and like, work in real life and things like that. There's lots of these, um, especially being a personality and being in front of people and having to come up with things on your own and all that. It's a, it's a lot. It is. So being able to find that, I, I think some of the most, not necessarily, but some of the most successful streamers that I've seen and some of the most successful content creators have that balance. Like it's a job. They say, I'm, doing this Monday through Friday or whatever their schedule is, and they take the other time as like it's a job and they take it off and they have to live the life like that. And I think that's the way to do it, but only some people have that luxury, right? You have to get to a certain level to get there too. And um, content creation is harder to do that than I would say streaming, but at the end of the day, mental health is a real thing. And it's something that people talk about or don't talk about. And, you know, the acknowledgement of it is really cool that we, that at least he's out there um, in in chatting about it. Cause I, I still need to listen to the full thing, but super interesting. And you have to kind of wonder what else is going on out there. You do. And that
0: kind of brings me to next thing that was, it's, a little bit further down the list, but it was something that really stuck out to me. And I think it's a, it's going backwards than what we all thought competitive rocket league was going. And that is the announcement that they decreased the minimum age to compete from 15 to 13. So we've already, we talk about mental health and all quote unquote issues that we've seen. And, now we're hearing oh yeah we're gonna let even younger kids compete when we're seeing that what it's evolving into is a job right there's a lot of money to be made on the table and to think that the people at epic feel that 13 year olds are capable of doing that i mean we are all even talking about our 15 year olds really capable of doing that do we need to up the age to where you have in, in those early teenage years you have a you know you have a chance to just be a teenager like you're not getting into something super early and i know everybody wants not everybody but somebody will come up with well it's not going to be everybody it's just it, it's select few yeah but those select few it's going to turn from this is a a league of Seventeen-year-olds, which is what we really saw the last two years. Like a majority of the players are just hitting twenty. Rettles just turned twenty-one, and now we're gonna get even younger than that, and potentially see primarily fifteen. Like it'll be primarily fifteen-year-olds competing, like for for these huge pots of money that we see on the line. Like it, it it just. I think it just it breeds a it creates a situation that. Is not going to be very good for for certain kids. Like you're a time when they should be going out and socializing. You're going to have the prominent players in our in, in this in this arena just be glued to their desk. Like I got to play Rocket League, and then they're going to get to 18 and probably get beat by a 13 year old. And now you got an 18 year old with a huge pot of money. And what do you like? How, how does anybody think this is gonna be a good thing?
1: And it the not pressures outside of playing too, right? Like um media stuff or having right. to deal with uh, public. A lot of them have are right on Twitter right away. They have all of these expectations. They're not even doesn't even have to be expectations, but all of these channels for people to have eyes on you and that at a, such a young age it's hard to say the right things, do the right things, be the right things, or even know what you believe at that age, right? Like your life is going to change so many times since you're 15, 16, 17, 18. And, um, it's a lot, it's a lot of pressures, right? So that's where I think a lot of coaches we've seen, a lot of organizations have bought into the fact that they need to kind of finesse this a little bit better rather than just throw people into the fire at that age and they've hired on some some mental coaches or some people to give them a little bit of uh, training in some regard or what to say what not to say or how to act or they've had an older uh, player there to make sure that they're able to do those things for the younger players and those things are going to become more and more important as the the player age level decreases.
0: Right. You're going to, you these, there's going to be, I, I would like to say like these teams, they're, they're going to need to bring on veteran players to help the younger ones come along. But at the end of the day, the way we still see the game right now and the way it's being ran and organized, the orgs don't even have control over that because the players are the ones that are in, in the driver's seat. So you're gonna tell me that we're gonna have a team of potentially 13 to 15 year olds because that's who's gonna team up together, right? And they're gonna be, I, I guess, like harmon harmonized, actually work together. Like I, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't see it going very well. I mean, we we finally got to a point where we had like your your Joyos, your J your your Chicago's your turbos at one point, like Garrett, they were all finally getting very comfortable with being in front of the camera and being that person. And now we're just, we're just going to throw it all aside. Cause some nutty team of 13 year olds is going to come along and make it to where those guys. Aren't even, aren't even around anymore competing in the scene. Like it, I don't, I don't know. I, it's just, I, it doesn't, I, I feel like it doesn't bode well. It, it just feels like we're going in reverse. Um, and, and we're all saying that and we don't even know what the season's going to look like, um, and how it's going to play out. But yeah, to say 13 year olds, it's very, um, it's very, I, I would say it's, it's nerve wracking as a viewer. Um, and then not to mention the rosters, like you make that announcement. Now rosters are even more up in the air because there are some, uh, talented players that weren't even being considered because they didn't meet the age age requirement but now all of a sudden it's it's a possibility so i it's going to be interesting when we finally do get whatever announcement is uh is coming uh but yeah psionics announces that uh to continue on radosan extended his contract with vitality to oh you're still going yeah we're not done yet there were still things that kept happening um oxygen esports won the oxygen esports invitational i do remember seeing Rick. that Rigged. Yeah, it was completely rigged. Um, I actually, did you see that was a whole topic of conversation of how they, <laughs> how they, mind. how they seated the bracket?
1: No, I didn't. Yes.
0: It, it was an actual thing of how, like how they seated the bracket. People were up in arms of you gave yourself the, uh, the easiest route to, uh, of course to win, to win the tournament. Um, if I go That just
1: sounds like good business to me.
0: Right. Uh yeah, the Oxygen holiday invitational. Um where were they at? So yeah, they played the boys off the bat, M80. They do beat G2, uh, then they beat Haybro. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a huge thing. Like Luminosity and NRG had to play right off the bat, which Luminosity and the boys, they do beat NRG, uh, but do go on to lose to G2 and a 3-1. Uh but good for them. They are showing good promise right now. Uh but then you had other things like uh Space Station and Dignitas meeting up in the second round. Uh Shopify. Shopify played Savants, Torments, Minions. That's something that's not on here. I don't think it is. Uh Growly set to play first split. Uh Dudu Sosa. Uh Zanil, Lionblaze, and Kinnish form. I su Uh, so that's a new team, and yeah, so they didn't have it on there. I know, um, uh, Torment, he's a coach, uh, coaching Torment's minions, which they don't have anything, uh, official yet, but that that was a team. They that also was in didn't that one.
1: have, uh, Andy and Toasty lock in a roster spot with our boy Five Up, Jason, yep. coach J-Soo's, uh ex protege from their first class. Which we did, uh, one of their streams, right? We we did, uh,
0: we did, we did do that before we before we departed oh, for we our did. little break. Um, it was
1: a lot of fun.
0: Which, cool little
1: org they've got over there, and um, that's how that talent is flowing through, right? Like we we'd seen Five Up for a while in the the communities we're in, and he just blew up. He did. I think um, he's going to make an impact.
0: Five Up had a lot had a had a very big uh, big grind um and he was doing He's always been a player that I enjoyed watching. He has a lot of great mechanics. Um uh, but yes, he joins um uh Pirates, pirates on, a, on boat. a boat
1: as opposed to Pirates off the boat.
0: I mean, it's good that Pirates are on a boat. I would think Pirates would kind of yeah. struggle off the That's boat. That's
1: a good place for Pirates to be. I I have noticed that Beast Mode has been uh, streaming a lot lately, and he'll stream all kinds of things. His personality is really good for streaming. Honestly, he's he's actually entertaining. Yeah. But he Five Up was mentioned in his stream a bunch of times yesterday or the day before when I was watching, and he also um, showed up in the six mans that Beast Mode was in. So he's up there. Um, you know that, that
0: you'd love to see it.
1: Is not dead.
0: Yeah, you love to see it. It's 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 not dead, but it definitely doesn't have a lot of help still. It's just yeah. it it's it's again, it's culminates the back NA to
1: maybe a lot different too than than other regions right now.
0: Well, and that goes back to what we've heard Greg and everybody talk about over the last year. And that's the, the maturity level, right? The maturity level is not there. And I think that's the other thing that makes it uh, a little annoying when it comes to, let's roll the age back to 13. Like, you already got a maturity issue. Why are we going to go back even further now and and do that? Like, w- what are we doing? So, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It, yeah, everything is still, but that that was a good wrap-up that's from uh Liquipedia on their Twitter page. Uh they posted that this morning at it looks like ten thirty. Um scrolling through the comments real quick. Um Yep, n- nothing really there. Ah, uh, Luminosity replying. We are so back and I hope that team does really come back. Um
1: Yeah, there's some uh There's some good things in there. I mean, we kind of started off by talking about some of the negative things, but there are some really cool, good, positive...
0: What's the positive things that you're taking away right now?
1: Just the the game continued on, right? Like, we've seen some cool um, tournaments. We've seen some teams kind of come together and some players find a home. Things that really... I feel like can build some momentum going into the season, depending on what these announcements are. Mm-hmm. Are we waiting for some major announcements or are we just waiting for the next split to happen? Like, what do you think? What do you think is going to, and, and do you think it's going to be soon? I mean, it's the beginning of January. We still have a couple of weeks until anything you'd think we'd have heard something. About.
0: So kind of touching on that. I know gray had put out a, he took a poll and asked
1: like a metal poll, like a wooden
0: pole. No, he took a voting poll.
1: A voting poll.
0: Yeah. To say, place your bets. We've been told RLCS season announcement early Jan, what is considered early for Epic psionic slash RL esports. <laughs> and he posted this back on 29 December. um, and 41% say night, the 9th of January which is still... Um, so that'd be next Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Um, that is that is when people think the announcement will be... 41% say that, six, uh, 20% say 16 Jan, and then 29% said, ha-ha, what announcement. So yeah,
1: That's probably more more in line.
0: I hope for some big announcement, I would like to think they're working with the... Um, with the talent that we've all come to be very much so used to at this point and they're getting something together. But right now with the way that we've seen a lot of things handled, I really feel like it's just going to be, here's when the split is. Like we're doing a split and it'll be like, cool. Um, Yeah, let let's get the ball rolling. Because I think right awesome now they're too. I think right now they're also struggling with the fact of what teams are automatically in at this point because there's been so many roster moves um, how do you gauge how do you gauge which teams are your your top eight automatically or is it just gonna be a straight open qualifier to start and let the chips fall and see what happens which I feel like there's a very strong chance of that of hey, it's open qualifier nobody has an automatic bid in right now and everybody's got to play their way through which that'll be very interesting but it'll be rough for your casual fan to watch unless they're unless they're not really aiming at the casual fan to watch that first part and just wanting them to to watch the actual split when it happens As Tomlin says, they are busy supporting a Fortnite minigame. Yeah, we covered yeah, that in the first that, part. Yeah, which,
1: which is insanity. It
0: it really is. Um, and you, yeah, it, it it's kind of nuts to think about at this point of a game that it's we all funny thought
1: though that you've actually played it.
0: I had you had to give it a chance, like just yeah, try I, it out.
1: I'm not, not going to even sniff it at all. I. After
0: trying it, I would not recommend it because it's just like, like I said, it's an arcade racing game. Cool. Like, great. Like I, I, I hate putting like it that simple because like the guy that we met at the, at the bar in Fort Worth, that guy was working on that and like he was very excited about what he was working on. And like, I think back to that conversation and I would hate to just look at him in the face and go, because that was something like that was something he actually thought was going to be like something but at the same time it's like that's my honest opinion on it it it, it just kind of sucks that they were that excited about it, like really thought that that was the move um oh yeah and then this week too they announced that Rocket League Sideswipe has volleyball and it was like wait that's Yippee! that's still around that like it, we can't get volley, like a volleyball thing in, into regular Rocket League? Like, God. Like, it's just, it's Mobile so. games
1: make money, man.
0: Obviously, I guess. And, and that's, I think, I think that's the, that's the sucky part to what to realize.
1: Money. That's what we're going to put time into.
0: It's what makes money. Because we've seen it already as well everything in the store in rocket league the prices have doubled like the the bundles that are coming out the i i think the new hot wheels one that that is coming out i think it's like it, it's like double the price from what we've seen bundles be in the past so and it's like as a parent that it's rough you know how you know how hard it is to try to explain to a kid that hey no you're not buying that skin i know it's cool but it doesn't help you be better at the game like that and and it's tough because that's what they're targeting right now is is that age group and kids that like oh new shiny i need new shiny
1: they don't care if they're better at the game from from that and
0: uh, that's so hard like it as a as a parent and a competitive person myself, it's very hard. It, it, it's a struggle because I have to remind myself that right, like he doesn't see it as competitive as I do, but he does know what a victory royale is, and so it's putting it into those terms of it doesn't help you get that. It just looks cool on your screen, and
1: I started Let's get all the victories.
0: Well, and I started. I think like I I asked him the other day. I was like, Hey, can you, uh, we went to a pizza place for new year's Eve. Uh, it's a local place here called Lido's, which I don't think it's local. It's just it, like, it's just a, an area thing. I don't know how far out it goes, but like, it's a nicer pizza place. It's, it's really good. But for the food that we get for a family of five, like that was a hundred bucks. And so like I asked him and it was like you know, you want money for this, you know? And I, I told him how much that food cost. I was like, we could hold that food. We could eat it. It filled our bellies. Like we can move on. And you want something that is on a video game that you can't even hold. Like, can you hold it? And he's, no, I'm like, shouldn't like try. It. It's very hard to get that across to a six-year-old. Like you can't even hold it, dude. Like it, it doesn't, it the value... Especially because the the way that they took they trilled they killed the trading ecosystem. Like the value is gone. There there is no value to it at all. At least with the Rocket League trading, like it was a I don't know, it it was kind of a it was a facade that we put in front of ourselves. Some people were able to actually turn it into actual money, but you could, you know, put five dollars into crates and get an item. That had more value than that $5 that you put in, then you could turn around and get more items for it. But now we can't even do that. Like it's, yeah, it's all just a big money grab now. And it's, it actually makes the, it, it makes it hard to play video games now seeing that.
1: Do you buy stuff in your everyday life with the thought of like, I might be able to trade this in someday for money? Or do you buy it because you like it? It
0: has a, it, I I'm gonna say use, but like I you could turn that into where you're using it in the game. Um
1: I'm just curious. It's um as I get older and wiser I buy less stuff. Yeah. just to have stuff and I buy less I spend less money on things that I don't need versus want. Not because I can't, but because I wanna do better, cooler stuff. Like Right. I don't know. So for me now, buying that stuff doesn't make any sense. But as a kid, it was... I didn't care. I don't care. That, right. I, I can't resell it. Like, what does that matter to me? I just want it. It's cool.
0: No, you're right. I completely agree. It's that how... it. Instead of... I guess it's more as a parent of trying to pass that, that wisdom on that we learn much later in time. Like, pass it on a little sooner so that we don't see them getting... Don't see the, them getting sucked up into the...
1: <clears throat> that's exactly right. It is our responsibility to teach them those things. Right. And the and and places just like physical items, businesses, physical commerce or marketplaces, Amazon are gonna try and sell you stuff that you don't necessarily need. But they're gonna Correct. make you feel like you need it. That's the that's the, that's how you buy stuff. That's why you buy stuff.
0: Right. Yeah, that's the whole draw. And it's like
1: brands do that all kinds of stuff correct so just about teaching them like you're saying this there's the, it's not that you who cares if you can trade it in but the value is basically the enjoyment you get out of it but if you take that money and you do something else with it you can have more value
0: right yeah you you can have more value I think what I was going with the whole trading thing, cause that's not why I got into crates. Like it was kind of what that's what it ended up becoming. Um, but it was, it was a way to quote unquote, monetize what you had without, without actually monetizing it because it was this whole little ecosystem that I'm sure was skewed in some way, but you could always tell it. They wanted to, that, it bothered them because they couldn't they couldn't get any profit out of that. It was it was something that that was there and they had no control over it. And it was oh great and like like you said I can't monetize that so I have to we have to get it out of the game at some point. And right. rocket racing was kind of what ended up driving it. Uh, Tom, let's say in chat, you have to wonder if they are making more money from Sidewipe slash Fortnite than the actual game. I would say at this point they are. Um, mobile. I remember talking to somebody. Um, it was actually a pilot that I knew, and his brother was big in the business. They had a gaming headset company at one point, Vmodas, um, and they but they had sold it off. But he talked about, and this was years back, that. He was like, "Oh, you're a uh, you're you play video games?" I'm like, "Yeah." he's like, "Oh, like gamer, like uh, mobile games." I'm like, "No, that's not a gamer." And he said he goes, nope. that he said you if you're on a console, you're not a gamer anymore. The the outside business world looks at you as a hardcore gamer if you're actually on a console or a computer. But they do consider people that play mobile games gamers." And Sorry and they have definitely uh, aimed at uh monetizing those people because it is i don't know like you any mobile game you play how easy is it to like oh 99 cents yeah i fuck it i'll I'll throw a dollar at that just to gain a little bit of advantage why not so yeah it's it's definitely a thing it's it's scary to think about cuz that's where we're at with video games um especially since we're not we're all not paying sixty dollars for for a game anymore depending on what you play right not everybody has gone to free-to-play uh format but it does seem like there is more of that coming and with the way epic's going with their whole multiverse which that's what lego and rocket rocket racing is it's a it's a multiverse it's how they're pitching it it's almost like trying to gobble up all the games just under their umbrella And, oh, you play through Fortnite. And you can get to this game and that game. Which is crazy to think with where Fortnite started. (laughs) Which
1: was a... Not a bad play, though.
0: Which was a POE that nobody had interest in until they introduced the Battle Royale part of it.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: But, wow, what a rant that was. Talk about parenting, Rocket League, and Fortnite. Fortnite.
1: Yeah. You like blacked out there and just went for
0: it. I love it. But yeah, it is. It's, it's scary as a parent. That's for sure. And I think like, I, what, what, I guess I'm looking at, you have the, the really good parents. Like, uh, I can never remember, uh, Savage's dad's name. Oh, uh, Reese. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Reese and like you can tell, he's doing such a great job with Savage because there's a good chance that we'll won't really see Savage play Rocket League ever again. He's got him in so many so many other things. I think he was starting a motocross. I saw he was getting a dirt bike. Um, yeah. So like you have that, but then you worry about you, you. think about the kids that don't have that looking out for them, and then they're just gonna get swallowed up by Daddy Epic basically, and, and that's gonna be their life. And I, and hopefully it goes well, but I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of scary to think about. Yeah. Tom, like we had touched on that of uh, that. They re-released the hot wheels cars today and it's double the price. So yeah, like they're you, you, you could tell it was, I think
1: I had some of them on PlayStation and I also had like the DeLorean and the mm-hmm. Ghostbusters car and none of the Ecto, none of those came over for me. Only one that came over was the batman um
0: oh yeah that was that that was the whole thing of yeah the uh, I'm not gonna buy it again that's yeah, the cool. franchising of all of it, like not every car ported over to to being able to play on p c so it was yeah it was that that was definitely a weird in their legalities with all that, but the legalese of it says that. If you buy it here, then you play it here. You can't take it to another another console or another platform.
1: Yeah, super silly. Honestly. Makes zero sense.
0: It does. Um, what is something else that's been going on? Oh, smurfing. Smurfing's still a huge thing. Everybody and I guess there's a, who somebody found uh it was Frowzy. Frowzy found it. It was a website uh for getting carried to uh, to GC or SSL and it wasn't just one website it was like multiple websites yeah he googled rocket league boosting to see how easy it, and this is his tweet uh i googled rocket league boosting to see how easy it would be to buy some to buy some and holy shit there's a whole marketplace um yeah these websites it's literally boosteria uh i don't know what this one is but calculate the price for of your boost uh sky coach and literally rocket league boosting um
1: calculate the price of your boost what does that mean like how much it's gonna cost to, to boost you gotcha
0: yeah so like the requirements here are play with a booster appear offline uh a priority order a live stream uh plus one in plus one win um
1: there's like different options you can select which drive the price.
0: <clears throat> yeah yeah so it so it's you, you put in what your current rank, rank is and what rank you want to get it to and it looks like to go from like plat three to diamond one is uh five euro with a 24 percent discount code applied <laughs> right like it's kind of oh this one was if you wanted to go starting at bronze one to and get a gold three, it was twenty dollars.
1: That's interesting.
0: And they have rank boost, tournament is it like boost a two
1: sided marketplace where there's like multiple people who do it, or it's just like one guy who's like this no, is what I do.
0: No idea. I should honestly like try and reach out to one of those websites and see if one of them would come talk to us under anonymity.
1: Yeah. You could get to gold.
0: Finally. Yes, dude. I am so bad. Cause I have, you know, th- this break really made me realize cause I like now I'm taking a break from like, we took a break from the podcast, but I even had taken a kind of a pretty big break from rocket league in general. And, um, holy crap it put into perspective how much time I had devoted to playing the game over the last couple of years because I pick it up and like, there are things that are still like naturally like, yep, still got it. But then going into gameplay and game sense, like, Oh, yep. I'm, I'm struggling. Well,
1: you think about that. The game evolves still too. Like the player base continues to get, better mechanically or their game sense gets better while you get left behind so it's not just your skills are deteriorating but the skills of the player base are also getting better and you have to deal with both of those things at the same time
0: right yeah it's it's not it's not only like hey you haven't been playing but yeah the the floor of the skill has is only going up as everybody gets just gets better which is so.
1: why I think a lot of people believe there are so many Smurfs. There are, right? I know that. But at some level, there are people who are w- way better than what their rank tells them. Because a lot of people are good.
0: So I think it's a combination right now of the, like, yes, there's, there are smurfs are there as many as we think no but a lot of people have turned the conversation to it's not smurfs anymore it's boosted players who now get into a lobby when they get the account back and they don't belong there which that like that's an interesting that that's not something that you know you really consider as oh my god do they yeah. even belong here
1: I mean there's all sides of it so that's that's a good point too oh
0: man but well this time has flown by and we have covered a lot um I don't know if we we may not depending on what announcements come um we probably won't do another episode till after they and actually announce something and we start getting more clarity as to how things are going to look um so if the target date which is suspected to be next Tuesday um probably the following Monday after that is when we will come back um but yeah we just wanted to get this out here to let everybody know we are still here we do intend on still doing the show just the content wasn't there for us to come here and just stare at each other and ramble back and forth
1: well as you can see too i mean um we built a a pretty good concept with getting People to to interview in the scene and all those things, and get people who are involved in things. And we also understand that there's other parts of life that are important and all that. So we took a pretty big break uh, as the game took a break, but everything we just talked about kind of brings us up to speed. And this is like a pre-show before we even get back into what we enjoy doing, which is talking about the esports. Part of the game and then the changes and then also getting into the nitty-gritty with um, some of the personalities or the actual people that are doing things in the Rocket League scene. So I'm excited to get back into those things and try to get some um, some really cool guests on and talk about the actual tournaments that are happening and all the nice fun things. So Again, this was like a really good preview for what's to come. But yeah, I think I agree with you, Hoosier. Until there's an announcement, we'll start building up our um, book for the next steps.
0: Yeah, and we also needed to just shake the rust off a little bit as well and coming back <laughs> making sure yeah. we had all of our stuff set up and ready to go. So it was uh, like before we started, it, it, it was uh, going, Uh, hey, how did we do this again? Uh, Oh, yeah, we did it that way. That's how we did it. Uh, but... We appreciate, appreciate you all tuning in and uh, on the podcast side as well. Uh, heading out right here for, as we depart, uh, an ad that we played at the beginning. We do have an ad sponsorship now. And I uh, want you guys to check that out and make sure you go show them some love from the community. So we will catch you all next time and uh, have a good one.
2: Bye. I just found a fun and easy way to make money beating other players in Rocket League. Game Wagers is this new app where you play your favorite online game and you could challenge your friends or other players to a 1v1 wager. The Game Wagers app acts like a digital referee. Not only does the app keep track of the winner and the loser of each match, it verifies the winner of each 1v1 wager. That means the winner gets paid and the loser gets good. No more live streams needed, no more VODs required. Let the app worry about all that, and you can focus on beating your opponent and making some money. Sign up at GameWagers.com, download the Overwolf app, link your PayPal account, and start making money.